0: Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex. This is a podcast from Metro.co.uk. It's a bit like Parliament, but with a lot more whips. I'm Miranda Kane, and this week I'm going to be chatting to someone who is an expert in sexual health. Hi, I'm Hussain Abde, and I'm the superintendent of Medicines Direct. Uh, So I am in
1: the
0: lobby of the Metro offices because we've, um, well, we finally did it. We condemned our own studio, um, possibly because of something that we're about to talk about with the lovely Hussein from Medicine Direct. And you are the superintendent pharmacist. That's correct. Yeah. So tell us a bit more about what is the fruit of
1: your loins campaign that you're doing? The main aim of the campaign was to get people to talk about STDs. You know, the number of STDs has been rising year on year in the UK. And we thought, you know, from a public health setting, we need to do something about it. So we thought, why not launch a campaign? You know, raise the awareness of people about STDs, you know, what signs and symptoms you can get, how you can get diagnosed and treated for them.
0: Are you surprised that we still need to have this conversation? It feels like it's something that should be intrinsic. Addressed already,
1: yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, when we look at the results of the campaign, some of them are quite shocking. So what kind
0: of shocking results have you had?
1: So basically, when we spoke to Brits, we found out that 58% have never had an STD test. 58? 58. 58. And a further 12% haven't had one in the past five years. Okay. So, you know, you've got a lot of people not having the checks. And it's because a lot of them think they're not... A third of the Brits actually think they're not at risk of picking up an STD at all. Why not? You know, they've not seen any signs of symptoms on other people. They're not showing any signs of symptoms. So they're thinking, you know what, they don't have an STD. Yeah. But that's the problem with STDs. Like, a lot of the time, they can be asymptomatic. So people won't actually show any symptoms for like months or years, sometimes decades as well. That's the case with HIV. Like with HIV, you wouldn't know you've got it until like maybe after 10 years. So that's the kind of message we're trying to send out to people. Like just because the person you're with isn't showing any symptoms doesn't mean they don't have an STD. Yeah. You know, and you can easily pick up that STD. And a lot of the time it's got major consequences as well. Yeah. You know, if you pick up something like chlamydia and gonorrhea and you don't get any symptoms and it goes untreated, it could lead to like infertility and stuff like that. So that's why I mean that's why we're trying to do the campaign and raise awareness to this topic in and particular. You've,
0: you've gone about it in a really quite special way um, because you started using bananas and satsumas <laughs> yeah, well, rather than sort of quite anything quite you know bodily graphic.
1: Yeah, I guess we didn't want it to be too explicit because when you're too explicit, it kind of limits the social medias and other networks that will kind of pick it up yeah and we were aiming to get it picked up by a lot of people so we can send that message out there to a lot of people and
0: yeah and do you think it's it's made it a bit more simpler for people to see
1: it is as well it's easier to look at as well yeah visualize so i guess it gets the image out there so people know what they're looking for yeah at the same time it's not too visual and too shocking as well
0: Because I think something that can come up quite easily is when you do look for different symptoms of STIs, you're hit with all these really very graphic, really disgusting, really vulgar images that don't reflect what it is like to have those. It's
1: true. Sometimes, like if you just Google it, for example, you do get like the worst case scenarios, which a lot of people won't show. Yeah. So obviously you'll be comparing it to yourself, and you'll be thinking, you know what, mine isn't that bad, so it probably isn't an STD. Yeah. But we've kind of tried to keep it simple. We've brought, we've explained a lot about it, so pe- when people read it, you know they can kind of know what whether they have it or not. Yeah. And to be honest, the message we're trying to send out there is not if you've got these symptoms, it doesn't mean that you have an STD, but you probably should get checked. Yeah. And the other message is even if you don't have any symptoms you should probably get checked for STDs. So if you're out there and you're having unprotected sex with new sexual partners, you should be doing regular STD checks.
0: Could it be like even without protection, people should also just get themselves checked anyway? To be honest, yeah,
1: I think so. Because like I said, even if it's not recent and even if it's been years, they still could have, have picked up something and just mm-hmm. not showed any symptoms. Yeah, And obviously if you're going to start so if you're going to be starting a new relationship with a new partner, you probably should get checked up. Yeah. And I, th- I think the other thing we're trying to prompt is the conversation between partners. So a lot of the time, partners don't have this conversation. So even when they've been in a relationship, they don't actually talk about their past sexual experiences. Mm. And, you know, sometimes they've not, they might have not had any tests for a while. So we're trying to prompt the idea of actually, you know what, you should be discussing this with your partner and maybe you should both be going and getting tested together just so, you know, for the future, you know, you're both fine.
0: And also, like within relationships, because uh, something that uh, I saw it on a TV show recently, where someone realised that they had gonorrhea or chlamydia from a partner, and they were like, "But we've been married fifteen years, but sh-, you know, just in case, you you should be yeah, definitely checking things just when, out
1: when you're first starting a relationship. You probably should be
0: yeah. And what kind of things are you doing if someone thinks that they've got uh, an STI? What What's Medicine Direct doing?
1: To be honest, so at Medicine Direct, we actually supply home test kits because we understand that not a lot of people are comfortable with going to gum clinics or sex clinics, you know, because there's still some negative stigma that comes with STDs and getting checked for them. Mm. And a lot of people don't want to be judged or they don't want to, let's say, bump into someone they already know. Yeah. So at Medicine Direct, we've kind of facilitated for them. Yeah. So, you know, it's just easy, simple, convenient. So whether you're busy or you're just too shy to go into a gum clinic, you can go to our website and order the kit. So with the test kits, it's just dependent on which test you're actually going for. So we'll have different test kits for different tests, you know, whether it's chlamydia, gonorrhea, all-inclusive.
0: Nice. It's a simple
1: test kit. Um, They'll have instructions with it how to use it. Yeah. So the patients will use it, send it back, and they will send them results. And then when they've got their results, if there's any positive diagnosis, we supply the medication as well, so it's usually a cost of course, antibiotics. Yeah. So we'll just supply it to the patient to treat whichever infection they've picked up. Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, that sounds really like. I mean, I'm assuming it comes in like subtle packages. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I mean. It is a sort of package. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I mean. So it's. We've, we've <laughs> you
0: don't it. want mum and dad fighting No, no, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Definitely. No, it's a sort of package. Yeah. As long as mum and dad don't open the package, they'll be fine. <laughs> if you've got noisy parents, we can't help that. <laughs> But you know, it's a sort of package, and like I said, the main thing we're looking for is convenience. You know, we want to
0: make it easy for people mm. to get these tests done, so they are actually are done. And one of the one of the figures that I found that was that wasn't really shocking because I think this always happens quite a bit was um, the amount of older people. I think in your survey, it was like people above the age of fifty five. Was it? Yeah, fifty five people who weren't getting tested because they just think they're older and therefore yeah. somehow immune.
1: To be honest, we could probably link it to like a lot of the people within that age are probably in long-term relationships Mm. like i think i think that's why they're less likely to get tested but it's more the younger generation that have more frequent partners kind of thing and like they're, they're indulging in unprotected sex quite regularly with different people they're the ones that we kind of need to focus on a bit more.
0: Yeah. Do you think in 2019, there is still like taboos and, and stigma around getting yourself tested? To
1: be honest, it is getting better, but I reckon there still is a little bit. Mm. I think it's it's not a stigma or a taboo of getting tested. It's people think that they're going to get that. Like people still fear this topic kind of thing. Yeah. It's not as open. Well, they don't think it's as open as it actually is. That's what I think it is. Yeah. You know, people are always still scared To be judged. That's why they don't have this conversation.
0: Yeah, and they also don't want to, you know confirm that they've got a lumpy satsuma or a leaky banana. Probably
1: scared as well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But no, that's that's one other thing as well. So when we spoke, like when the server looked at it, it said that a lot of people aren't actually comfortable speaking to their partners about this. Yeah. So I think it was one in five would never discuss their sexual history with their partners. Then a further one in five aren't confident to do it, and then you had thirty-five percent who said they'd only talk about their previous sexual history when they're in a long-term relationship. And that's very subjective. You know, that could be months or years after. Yeah. So I think people are still aren't comfortable to talk about it yeah. just yet. Although, like you said, you think 2019, it wouldn't be as much of an issue.
0: I know, but I mean, I think of like my last relationship, you know, what I call long-term in this day and age is like three months. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's what I mean. That's why it's very, very subjective. Yeah. For some people, it is three months. For some people, it could be until they get engaged. So that's like a year or two. Yeah. And, you know, they've not discussed quite an important topic
0: so what's in the sexual health kits that you're sending out what what are you diagnosing
1: well it'll depend so we'll have different sexual health kits whether mm. it's chlamydia gonorrhea
0: oh, so is it one for each well it or...
1: depends uh, yeah people could choose so i think we'll have a chlamydia one gonorrhea one we'll have an all-inclusive one so if people want to do a full health check they'll have everything so for mm. like chlamydia or gonorrhea it'd probably be a urine sample or right. swabs that we use for syphilis or something like hiv we would need blood samples And it'll just, like I said, it'll be easy to use. It'll have all the information in it. It should be pain-free as well. So it's just like a little prick where you just keep getting the blood out. Yeah. Send out a blood sample.
0: Make it nice and easy.
1: Nice and easy for the patients to use, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, now I'm going to go through some of the symptoms that I've seen on your website. And I'm going to do a quick fire round. And you're going to give me some advice on what people can can do uh, in case they find, are you ready for this one? Drum roll. Oh. unusual discharge to be honest
1: when people have got an unusual discharge from the vagina penis or rectum it can indicate usually chlamydia gonorrhea or genital herpes so mm. we would recommend that they do get it tested mm-hmm. to check whether it is an S C D or not because sometimes it can just be bacterial vaginosis but even if you've got bacterial vaginosis, you'd need to treat that because that would increase the chances of you picking up an STD yeah. if it goes untreated.
0: Oh, really? So yeah, if
1: you have discharge, definitely need to get it checked
0: out. Okay. And um, what about lumps or skin growths? <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I love saying that really loudly in the middle yeah. of the metro lobby.
1: Yeah. No, l- l- lumps or skin growth as well can be usually related to HPV virus. So if you find with lumps or lumps or skin growth, we recommend that you actually go see a doctor. Because okay. sometimes, in rare cases, they could actually indicate something a bit more serious, which is cancer. Okay. So I guess in that case, you'd probably hope it's HPV.
0: And what about your your normal uh, rashes and itchiness? I've got a bit of rash and a bit of itchiness. What yeah, should it I do?
1: So if you've got a rash around the genital area, or some um, rash around the genital area, it could be just a simple yeast infection, or okay. it could actually indicate something more serious, like herpes or syphilis. And with syphilis, the rash could actually spread to the whole body. Wow. So we recommend, you know, if you've had on sex recently and you start showing these symptoms you, you do go and get it checked out
0: okay <laughs> I didn't know that a, a rash is going to lead to syphilis that is <laughs> what well, syphilis leads to the rash yeah <laughs> oh, sorry syphilis leads to the see that's yeah. why you're the pharmac- that's why you're the no, superintendent sure. <laughs> and what about pain when peeing what are you going to do when you've got a bit of pain when you're peeing to be honest yeah so when you've got pain when you're peeing it
1: could indicate something like chlamydia Herpes or gonorrhea. But in some, re- in some cases as well, it could uh, indicate urinary tract infections. Okay. So we do recommend you get that tested out as well because with urinary tract infections, sometimes they do resolve them on their own mm. and they go away. So obviously, if, if it's happening for a long period of time, you know, that could indicate that it is an STD that you've picked up.
0: Okay. Blisters or sores?
1: Yeah, so blisters or sores should never be ignored. They usually indicate herpes or genital warts or gonorrhea. Yeah. I'm talking about blister so around the genital area, usually around the rectum. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, if people start noticing them, they probably should get it checked out. Okay. You know, if something like herpes, there's not really much, there's no cure for it, but like, you can get some medication to help you treat it okay. at the time. And obviously it'll just be odd flares up and you'll get treatment when you get a flare up. But with something like gonorrhea, you'd really want to get it tested, tested and treated as soon as possible.
0: Because gonorrhea is something that you can test and treat
1: yeah. but herpes is something it, that you gonorrhea is more... curable so gonorrhea syphilis and uh, chlamydia they're actually curable STDs mm-hmm. at this point but something like herpes isn't curable but it's treatable okay but people can live like, well, but people can have herpes and have s- normal sexual lives for a long period of time yeah but they just need to keep it
0: under check and basically. it's just something that you shouldn't be too afraid to go to the doctor. Yeah, definitely not. And see about. Not. And finally, to complete your gold run, unusual vaginal bleeding. Yeah, so if you're having vaginal bleeding outside the normal
1: time window, mm-hmm. so when you're not supposed to be on your period, basically, it could indicate something like chlamydia or gonorrhea. However, it could also indicate something more serious. So we do recommend that you go see a doctor yeah. when you've got vaginal bleeding. <laughs>
0: I haven't had it yet, but you know, yeah. it's nice to know there's something out there if I do. <laughs> and what about just having no symptoms? If someone just thinks they're absolutely fine, but they've been having regular sex or not so regular sex.
1: To be honest, yeah, like I said, the problem is that a lot of the time these infections can be asymptomatic. So p- patients can have no symptoms mm-hmm. for a long period of time. So you should never wait because the, the issues become is that if you, let's say you've got chlamydia gonorrhea and it goes untreated for a long period of time, yeah. it could lead to infertility, especially in women. Additionally, when, when you have an STD, it's got a dominant effect. So let's say you've got chlamydia gonorrhea again,
0: yeah.
1: you're more likely to pick up other STDs.
0: Oh, really? So yeah, you become
1: more likely to pick up other STDs, So you need to get it treated as soon as possible. Oh and obviously, you've got the other issues. So looking at it from a public health perspective, you could be spreading these diseases, yeah. not knowingly. Yeah. Because obviously you don't know you've got a CD, but you're out there spreading it. So that's why we recommend people do get checked regularly.
0: Fantastic.
1: And we're trying to facilitate that for them. What's the price range? So they usually start from about £25. And then if you go for the all-inclusive kit, it'll mm. be a more expensive.
0: And will you be able to then send the, the medicine to them without worry, having them having to worry to go to the doctor for a prescription or anything? Yeah, definitely. Or? So if
1: you get a positive diagnosis and we know what, Uh, infection they have we can we can treat it as well so they've got the option to get the treatment straight away from
0: us so do you think that people are making fun of these situations can we make fun of these situations everyone's had a bit of gone come on well you'd hope so
1: you'd want people to actually look at it at a more kind of fun perspective and i guess you do have some people that do but it's just not everyone Mm. so i'm guessing with the younger generation it could be kind of a normal, fun conversation to have. Yeah. And they'd be kind of open about it. It's just trying to get that attitude into the kind of rest of the people.
0: Have you heard of anyone having having to have like a really awkward conversation? Does anyone give you feedback or anything? Or like to when you're that, testing guess, these kids? Have they... I guess
1: the main kind of awkward conversation that would have is if they have to relate back to their sexual partners, which now need to get tested. So I guess that's <laughs> as awkward as it gets. So if someone finds out they've got an STD... Yeah. It's like, okay, now it's time for me to tell them so they can get checked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I guess that's as awkward as it gets. (laughs) Do you give any advice on that? We we do give advice, obviously. Well, because we can't really force anyone to call their partners, but we just explain to them that it's kind of something you need to do. We just advise them about it and how to go about it. Yeah. Be open. Tell them as much as you can. Yeah. They might react. Just bear (laughs) with their reaction. (laughs) <laughs> you kind of deserve it. They might it. react. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like that, that's the kind of advice we give them. Yeah, we do. We do help them if they've got any questions. We'll answer it for them as well.
0: Thanks very much to our guest Asain Abdi. My name's Miranda Kane. And Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham for metro.co.uk. Remember, you can get in touch with us. Please do. I'm all by myself. So please contact us on Twitter at goodsexbadsex with a triple X at the end. Don't get me started. And also, if you've got a sexy question or a query or anything, then please get in contact with us. You can email us at info at And we will see you next week.